everyone, welcome to Actually Authentic. This is Maria. And this is Liv. And today we're going to do a super exciting episode where we will get to know Liv, <laughs> Hello. the other co-host on here. We're not going to do a normal get to know you. We've created a fun list of questions. Some are unique. Some are, of course, like a normal get to know you. But we wanted to make it more in-depth for those who might already know us. Or for those who don't, but we want you to know us on a deeper level. Yeah, our I mean, our podcast is about being authentic and being real. So I feel like for us to be able to really do that to the fullest extent is for you guys to know us really, really well. And I think this is a great way to do that. All right, Liv, how about we just start by you sharing your full name and even your maiden name with us? Okay, so my full name is Olivia Elizabeth Gifford, and then my maiden name is Cheek, like on your face, C-H-E-E-K. So yeah, and then Gifford is spelled G-I-F-F-O-R-D. So some people say that one weird too, but but a little bit bit more normal than Cheek, I would say. (laughs) I feel like with names, if anything's slightly confusing, multiple people will get it wrong. (laughs) That's been my experience. I get like Gifford all the time I'm like oh no Gifford like with a d so oh, but yeah. and with cheek I would always get cheeks but it's only I'm, I would always be like one not two like only one cheek <laughs> not two cheeks <laughs> that's so funny did you like having the last name of cheek growing up or was it something that people would make fun of you for or? um I I did fine with cheek I didn't really have any issues thankfully although I have a sister that's that good. her middle name is Brianne with a b so like she would get teased like they'd call her Tyla butt cheek sometimes I mean like this was oh, in like el- you know elementary oh. school because kids <laughs> are horrible sometimes but I never had any issues and honestly it was like really easy to spell like I was and I really liked that it was c because I was always in the beginning of like lines or like Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in school, how they have you like alphabetized and stuff by your last name. A lot of like I was with a lot of my friends because we all have like beginning letters for our last names. Yeah. So isn't that nice? I know the things that mattered when we were young, our last name letter, what it started with. So we could sit next to our friends Mm -hmm. in PE because yeah, because you'd sit on those numbers. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. That would determine your whole like basically dynamic, like in the way you would think back to school. And it's like it almost affects like who you're with all the time and maybe who you initially meet. So it could have really affect who you're friends with, like throughout your childhood is based all off on your last name. So I liked Cheek. It wasn't bad. And I didn't mind switching to Gifford. I, I didn't feel any type of way about that. So I didn't keep it. Some people keep like hyphen it, but I just did Gifford. I got rid of the Cheek just because my middle name's Elizabeth. And that actually comes from my aunt on my dad's side. So it's just a really long middle name. So I'm like, I don't really want it to be Olivia, Elizabeth, Cheek, Gifford. That's just way too long for me. Oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. Now, Liv, where are you from? So I'm from Indiana, born and raised Hoosier. Um, So I'm from specifically north of Indy. So I'm in kind of like a suburbs, like the city's about and eh, like 40 minute drive with traffic maybe to the city. So I'm definitely more of a city girl. But also like the cool thing about Indiana is there's actually a really nice mix of like country and I mean this is becoming less so as development I guess but growing up um, my neighborhood was in the middle of the country surrounded by farms and stuff so that was really nice but the city's also very close so I had a nice mixture I kind of missed that aspect about being out west because it's not so much like that but that's the nice thing about Indiana is there's a really nice 
kind of mixture of country and city but yeah so I'm born and raised Hoosier absolutely love corn it's very nostalgic to me um I also love trees love <laughs> the so green funny. and that's corn. probably what I miss most <laughs> about not living in Indiana uh when you said you love corn it reminds me of that TikTok kid oh I know I'm just like <laughs> honey corn. I get you <laughs> or the song it's corn it's corn <laughs> yeah I love corn that's cornfields are whenever I see a cornfield out west because once in a while somebody will have a very small scale cornfield out west and I get really excited Brandon always like oh there's a cornfield you see it I'm like yep I see it it's my like little piece of home you know in other places Aww. so yeah it's very nostalgic that's for me so sweet and then where are you living now so right now I'm in Wyoming. We were living with Brandon's parents for a little while because we might have a job change. So maybe we'll be moving. So who knows how long we'll be here for. But yeah, currently we're in Wyoming, which is very different from Indiana. But it's really beautiful because we're in like the northern part. So yeah. lots of mountains and stuff. So that's nice. Yeah. So are you in more of a rural area? Yeah. So we're kind of uh, like... Wyoming's funny because it's a very small populated state and there's only a few big cities so we're more in like a country area for sure which I mean like the town we're in has like what like 10 11,000 people which it for me is small but for Brandon not so much because he grew up in a really really itty bitty town so um like you know like a thousand people kind of thing so for me, it's a little bit different, but yeah, we're in the country, and the biggest city near us is Billings, Montana, and that's even a little bit of a small city for me, so. Oh, okay, yeah. But I really enjoy it. It's really beautiful out here, so it's just about, I guess, liking and really loving where you're at and just recognizing the pros and the cons of both, you know, both types of places, so. Totally, and that's the fun thing about life is you get to live in different areas at different times or you can you can make that choice to move and just experience something different and it's really cool yeah no and honestly like it's nice being able to like what I do love about Wyoming is how like it's kind of slow living which is actually really I appreciate (laughs) we were in Michigan for a while right next to the city and there's just people like everywhere and sometimes people can be a little bit more sassy or like rude in the city you know what I mean so (laughs) road rage yeah yeah which I mean totally like there's definitely like snotty people everywhere there's there's gonna be those people everywhere but it's more I feel like this it's more community and we do have like Brandon's family out here that's like right close and I was only like four away four hours away from like my family when we were in Michigan but it was still like not like I you know I can go see my sister-in-law in like 10 minutes if I wanted to so it wasn't as close as what we are right now, but it is just nice having a little bit of that community and like slow living feel, which, you know, it's a good break from the hustle and bustle. For sure. Well, now I'm going to jump into some of our prepared questions and I'm going to start with kind of bringing us back to your childhood. How would you describe your childhood self? So, man, I've changed. Looking back, I've changed so much. So I was like, guys, okay, I'm only 5'3", barely. I was a very scrawny little thing. I was the shortest in class kind of vibes. And I was actually really shy when I was little. 
and kind of attached to my mom's hip for a long Aww. while <laughs> mama's girl so i yeah like i was the kid that would like cry the first day of school because i was like ah oh, change like i i kind of struggled with change i think i had a little anxiety as a kid now that i look back i'm like oh that was anxiety like me crying before school that was anxiety because you know change and stuff totally. so i but i was the sweetest little thing little goody two shoes like nice to everybody just friends with everybody and yeah that was kind of me as a kid and you know red hair curly freckles you know so I was, sweet yeah <laughs> i love that yeah which looking back like i've definitely like i'm a lot more outgoing than i was when i was in elementary school my mom was like actually talked to me about this a while ago she's like when you were really little like preschool kindergarten age she's like I was really worried about you because you were just attached to my hip constantly she's like I did not think you were ever gonna be the like very confident outgoing person that you are today and I'm like well somewhere in there (laughs) I decided to change and evolve that so yeah and that's great was there a turning point where you think you gained that confidence or you decided one day okay I I want to be more outgoing I want to have some independence Yeah, I would say once I hit middle school and I got kind of like, that's probably when it started to happen. Um, Just because like I, maybe what really drew me out of it was like, I love people. I love having friends. And, you know, I just really care about people. It's just kind of how I am. And so I think that that drive for having friends and wanting to hang out with people kind of helped. And I would say like, even like I had a really good friend for a while. We kind of separated when we were in high school, but she was a little bit more like gutsy than me. So that kind of helped like kind of attaching myself to somebody when I was really young to somebody that was a little bit more gutsy kind of got me out of my shell a little bit, which I think, I think that really, really helped. Yeah. Since day one of meeting you, I've always seen you as someone who was more outgoing since you're the one that spoke to me first. I don't know if it helped that you knew my husband or you knew of him because you guys Mm. grew up in the same area, but I saw you that way. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, that, that makes me feel good. I'm like, I, you know, you just never know. But no, 100%. Yeah. So that's awesome. You've come a long way from your shy self. Yes, I'm less fragile. <laughs> and next question. What is your favorite book and why? Mm. Man, I read a ton. I'm definitely more of like a fiction person. I've been starting to dabble into like self-help books and kind of like that. Um, But I guess like looking over, like if I'm going for nostalgia here, it would probably be The Little Princess. It's like a child, it's a children's book, but it was like my first big chapter book growing up. And I still like, I think I have probably the book that I read still in like a bin somewhere of my stuff from home, but it's, it's about like an orphan or it's about this girl who gets dropped off at this girl's school and then her dad goes to war. And they think that he died. So then she's, and her dad was very wealthy. So she was treated very well at school because he funded everything and he expected the best for his daughter kind of the thing. And um, she's still like a very sweet kid. She wasn't a spoiled brat or anything. But once her yeah. dad died, the, the, I guess, teacher of the school or the mistress of the school completely treated her like crap because, okay, well, you're an orphan now. There's no money behind you. Like, so she started being treated very badly. And it's just about this experience of her basically struggling through a very hard time, like thinking she lost her dad and her whole world turning upside down. So that's probably one of my favorite books. It's, again, very childlike, but very nostalgic for me because I loved that book growing up. 
Yeah, it's so funny you said that book because I was I wasn't a huge reader growing up. Reading was hard for me, but I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those movies that I'd watch on replay as a little girl. <laughs> yeah, the movie. So I loved the movie. I'd always watch it at my grandma's house. I know exactly the one you're talking about. And I, I yeah, it's such a good book. I, I loved that. Oh, how do you think that book has shaped you today? Do you think certain aspects you've kind of kept with you or when you were mm-hmm. young, did it influence you anyway? I guess like, well, it, uh, well, now looking back, I'm like, what's hap- like just life events, I guess it's very relatable, like me losing my dad. And yes, it actually happened. But she thought her family, she didn't have any family. Her dad was dead. Like, um, and you know, she was an orphan. So I guess like for in a way, like that's very, it's a very relatable book in that way for me now, even just looking back. And I think that growing up, she had like a lot of, you know, she was very strong through her struggle. And so I think that that was very relatable as a kid, you know, being able to like see somebody or read somebody that's your age going through something really hard. And I think that's just like, it was one of those books and like movies that I think was a really great example for me as a child, because it's again, that just having that perseverance through hard things. And that's like a new concept when you're when you're a kid. Totally. She's a great example of that. So what's your favorite quality about yourself? My favorite quality, so if you're going for, I guess, like surface level, like looks wise, I really love my lips. I have good lips, you guys. Um, <laughs> I feel very <laughs> yes, appreciated now because I had really huge lips as a kid before I grew into them and I looked a little awkward and I now I'm now it's better. But now like it's the day of like <laughs> lip fillers and it, honestly, oh, yeah. <laughs> it feels kind of nice. I'm like, hey, I don't have to do that because I actually have naturally have really full lips, which is nice. So I really like my lips. Um, it helps with kissing too, having fuller lips. I've at least I've heard. So I'm like, I've always been <laughs> oh like told gosh. you're a good kisser. So I'm like, eh. <laughs> um, I love that. But if you're going, <laughs> if you're going with like personality or qualities or whatever, um, I would say just uh, I would say what I really like about myself is how accepting I am of other people. Honestly, it makes my life a lot easier, and <laughs> it makes. I don't know. It makes me appreciate people. I like having, I don't know. I'm just have always been a very like nice and not trying to boast about myself, but like very nice and like open and giving person. And yeah, you know, so I really like that that naturally comes to me because sometimes it can be hard depending on the people you meet. But that's something I really like about myself. No, yeah, you really are. That's something I've loved about you since we've met is you've been so kind. And just overall, I've never seen you be malicious or rude or anything like that you're just naturally a kind person thank you (laughs) yeah so what are one or two of your favorite smells Mm, okay so I really like vanilla I've always loved vanilla growing up reminds me of baking and then I love vanilla and any sort of like candle good to know and then this (laughs) one's kind of a weird one but my grandma growing up would always put melaleuca oil on herself. I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's just, it's literally just kind of like a natural oil, basically. You can get them in like little, kind of like the, um, you can get like lavender in the little bottles and put them in the diffusers, kind of like that essential oils. So called melaleuca. And it just reminds me of like literally my childhood because my grandma always had it on her and she'd put it on after like anytime she showered. So she would just smell melaleuca oil. So it's kind of an odd smell. It's okay. like a little like spicy, I would say, but I've yeah, I've never heard of melaleuca. So melaleuca is the smell itself. Yes. Or okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
I've heard of the, the brand, the brand Melaleuca, but I didn't know that was a smell. Yep. I'll have to look it up because I don't know what smell that is. <laughs> yeah, it's, which I wouldn't either, but yeah, my grandma just always used it. So I would be at my grandma's house a lot growing up. So it just reminds me of like childhood anytime I smell it or like we'd always have a little bit in our cupboard. So I'd always smell it every once in a while because I love Melaleuca. That's so fun. I love how grandparents or parents what they do in their lives, how it influences the kids around them. Mm. And it has this impact that they don't even realize until later. And it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. And I think I associate, like, I think smells bring on memories a lot of the times, just like music kind of does for me. So I do like, you know, even though I'm not rocking Melaleuca oil on myself, like I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> oh, wear yeah. it or rep it as my scent or anything, but I absolutely love it for the nostalgic yeah. purpose. No, that's, that's great. What's your spirit animal? and why i would say my spirit animal would probably be okay i love otters i think i definitely think i'm an otter (laughs) because they're just like cute and cuddly and i don't know i just think they're adorable and they love water i love water i'm such a water girl so you need to go to monterey oh really do they have otters totally i used growing up i used to go to monterey all the time and otters remind me of monterey Oh, I need to go then because I freaking love otters. They're so cute. <laughs> no, you need to go. Yeah. When when they had that scene in Finding Dory with all the little like otters in the road, I was like, oh, oh yeah. I'm like, love that. <laughs> and did you say why you feel like you're an otter? Um, I just, I associate them with being a very like cuddly and like giddy and happy animal. That's so cute. So I just think that kind of matches my personality. Yeah, that's true. You always see little pictures of two otters together, like floating in the water, holding something. (laughs) So cute. Mm -hmm. They're adorable. What makes you feel confident? Getting ready, honestly. (laughs) Getting ready for the day is the biggest thing because I have very like, I'm very fair skinned. So I'm auburn haired with blonde eyebrows and blonde lashes. Don't ask me how this happened. I don't even know. I get it from my mom. (laughs) So even just putting on my eyebrows, like just putting my eyebrow gel on and putting a little mascara, maybe some lip gloss, like that just makes me feel so good. And like dressing in, even if I'm at leisure, like dressing in a cute, comfy outfit or just getting ready for the day, I think it it makes the hugest difference. Oh, yeah. Being proud of what you're wearing. Like like you said, even if it's at leisure, if it's a matching outfit or if you slick your hair back with that intention for that look. I totally get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. What is one item that you use that you couldn't live without? Probably my brow gel. Okay, give us the brand. What brand do you use? Um, So I really like the Glossier Boy Brow. That's probably my favorite one. It just has like a really good, like it's, I've tried other ones. And right now I'm using the Benefit Brow because I wanted to try it, mm-hmm. which it's good. But I like the boy brow a little bit more. It's just a little bit more of that like waxy stay in place kind of feel. Yeah. And they actually have like some really good colors. Like it's really hard to find like auburn or like you can always go like a warm brown with cosmetics and stuff Mm -hmm. if you have like auburn hair or more red hair. But they have like a good, I don't know, they just have a really good like color range. I feel like anybody with any sort of like skin type and hair type can get away with glossy or boy brow. Yeah, and do so use the colored one because I know they sell a clear one mm-hmm. too. Yeah, they do clear ones, but I use the colored ones because they just basically just it's basically like tinting your eyebrows. That's how I think it is, anyways. But just doing yeah. it every day, you know. And I just I 
I think it's easier than tinting your eyebrows because that just seems like a lot of work to me. Oh yeah, definitely. And do you tend to do a color darker than your hair or go a little lighter? I've heard people do both for their brows. Honestly, so I typically go kind of as as close to the same as possible, which, and then I feel like you can really, really determine how dark or how light you go with, especially with like a, a brow a gel because I can layer it once and it's really light or I can do it twice or three times. And so I can get it as light or dark as I want it to. Yeah. And do you have to buy it online or is there a store that sells Glossier? So unless you're in LA, Glossier does not have any place. So it's definitely <laughs> online. But if you're in LA, I believe they have a store because we're going on a girl's trip and I was looking up like different places that we could go. I'm like, oh, they have Glossier. But yeah, it's like, and it is a little bottle, but it does matter. It does last a long. Yeah, that's the thing too. With my brows, I've tried all of the drugstore versions. I've tried the pens. Mm-hmm. I've tried the the wands, kind of what you're saying where you brush it through. But yeah, it's just hard for me to spend that amount. But you're saying it lasts a long time. Yeah, it, it, it really, really does. And I have to use it. I mean, I don't use it every day, but most days I have, you know, I wisp it through real fast because it just adds my eyebrows on. So no, yeah, that's and I think having eyebrows is a human right. So I'm like, I'm doing it. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, I since I've been working from home, it's harder for me to get ready in the morning because I I rush to start my day. I start working. I, I don't get ready. But yep. some days it is super nice just to put some eyebrows on. And I my eyebrows are already dark. But <laughs> I don't know. Just make them look the way you like. Right. <laughs> well, and even if you have darker eyebrows, even the shape or, you know, yeah. or the way your hairs lay. Like, there's always something to do with eyebrows, I feel like, for everybody. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, or brushing them out. Because sometimes when you wake yeah. up and they're just crooked or you know when you slept on them funny and then they they're all mm-hmm. bent <laughs> yes exactly oh that's so funny what's the title of the current chapter of your life uh i was like thinking about this and it's kind of it was interesting to think about this for sure but i would say the current chapter in my life is the chapter of waiting a lot of waiting <laughs> yeah only because like with Brandon's job and then my job and then where we're gonna live like it's all very up in the air still so we're just kind of like in this middle zone of like we don't really know where we're gonna live permanently or for an extended amount of time we don't know what we're gonna exactly be doing so I definitely think it's like a waiting and being patient kind of period in my life I feel like it's been like this for a while but it's fine yeah I've been thinking about that too I feel like 20s are the waiting game like you're just Mm -hmm. waiting you're waiting to be older you're waiting to figure out your career you're waiting to even once you're in a career gain that experience so you can go farther right yeah which I mean is waiting is not bad honestly it leaves a lot of time for growth or you know appreciating different stages of life and you know each chapter brings something different so it's definitely not a bad thing but it can be kind of hard being patient so Oh, yeah. I feel like 20s is also a time where you have a little more freedom between the waiting because you're waiting for something mm-hmm. big. So you don't pr- you don't have everything yet. So you can be a little more free with maybe trips or um, just different exploring who you are, taking time for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of exploring some other things. Which yeah. Is- and most people, well, I guess some people have kids in their 20s, but I'd say early 20s, most of the time you don't have 
kids so it's easier to do Mm -hmm. things when you don't have kids yet exactly what are some of the events in your life that have made you who you are yeah this is a big one i'm like this is yeah you can list a few if you think there's a few too yeah there's there is a few (laughs) there's definitely a few i feel like I feel like that is that's how it is for everybody. There's definitely like a list of, I don't know, events or things. But I would say the biggest thing is just, I guess, my my dad's journey through life has really affected me in like good and bad ways, but has definitely shaped me into the person I am because he struggled with a lot of like mental health, like drugs. Um, and my parents yeah. struggled in their marriage a lot and found this out like I mean apparently this was how it was a lot growing up which I didn't notice which is good as a kid but when I got older you know I I caught on or you know it was kind of time to let me in and all my siblings like you know we eventually figured it out but um my parents went through like a really really hard time when I was still a teenager and that's when a lot of my dad's issues kind of came to surface that I wasn't aware of and so I guess like even though it was hard and I definitely think that in some ways what my dad went through was kind of wrong to so much pressure on a child you know because even though you feel like an adult when you're a teen you definitely aren't you know you're still going through a lot and figuring yourself out but there was a lot of things that I dealt with when I was a teenager that I wasn't expecting or a teenager definitely shouldn't necessarily have to it did make me grow pretty quickly in some ways which good or bad whether you think that's good or bad you know debatable but yeah I would say that's probably the biggest thing. I, yeah, I feel like that's the hard part about being a teenager is you Mm want to grow up so fast. So when something adult happens that you have to deal with, you want to step up and be that person. But now looking back that I'm older to my teenage years or probably anyone, you see like, wow, some things as a teenager you just shouldn't have to deal with so it's great that your parents were able to keep that kind of hidden from Mm -hmm. the kids when they were younger at least so because I know some kids have to deal with family issues at a young age and it's hard for parents to cover that up so at least you had that time exactly and like I definitely think that it affected like there's just some like sort of patterns of like what we were able to do just like little day-to-day stuff that kind of makes more sense now that I know like yeah. every all my parents issues and my dad's problems but it wasn't necessarily anything super negative towards me as a child but with hard things comes growth and stuff so and I wouldn't change it obviously you know I would I mean my desire for when we have kids is to not put my kids through what I went through of course but it did help me become the person I am today so I'm like it's kind of one of those things yes like things happened and things were hard and seeing my parents struggle was really rough but you know it 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 it, you know I took it instead of letting it drag me down and made it so that it made me a better person so it's kind of you know you choose what you do with things kind of a thing yeah when you say what you went through um does this mean like you saw your parents fighting or you saw them going through their hard times like you had to help them is that kind of what made it challenging? Yeah, so basically my dad just had a lot of mental health issues and he almost kind of had like a little bit of a break in his mental health. Yeah. And so he ended up having to be admitted to stress centers several times. While you were so, in high school? Mm-hmm, when I was in high school. Uh, and then 
they also, my dad had some issues with like being devoted and staying kind of like devoted to my mom and their marriage and stuff around. So like kind of a line of events and that's probably what kind of contributed to his break in his mental health, honestly. Yeah. Um. So I just, since I was the oldest, my mom was going through a lot of, a lot of things. So she would kind of, you know, I was there for her, you know, and a lot of, and so that's honestly what made us like really close probably I would say because you know I, you and your mom yeah me and my mom because I I did kind of have to you know be there for her not that it was a burden but again like there's a lot of things you know as a kid you shouldn't necessarily have to deal with but it happened so yeah yeah since I since I was the oldest and I saw a lot and you know is kind of on my shoulders to a degree of of kind of helping out and trying to help my mom stay emotionally stable while she's going through all this hard stuff with my dad and then also me as a kid seeing my dad kind of I don't know it was almost like that picture perfect idea of you have of your parent was stripped away from me very quickly so yeah and you said you were the oldest in the house at the time or Mm -hmm. okay yeah so yeah because my sister had already because there's seven of us but I'm number five out of seven so it was me and my two younger siblings at the time Okay, still left in the house. Mm-hmm. So what do you do to stay mentally healthy? What I do to stay mentally healthy is definitely working out. That's probably one of my number one things. It's just those endorphins are really good for you. And I've even, I actually sprained my ankle um, a couple weeks ago pretty badly. So I can't, <laughs> we moved and then we were going to, like we waited a month yeah. to get our membership and we were about to start. And then the week that we were getting our membership, I sprained my ankle. So I was like, great. So I've been off of working out going on two months now, which is honestly a really long break for me. I never, I, I haven't taken a break like that in years. Not necessarily a bad thing. It's good to take a break and make sure that what you're doing at the gym is healthy for you, of course. But just moving your body, it doesn't even have to be intense workouts. Even just going on yeah. a walk every day is really helpful. And honestly, having Gimli has really helped for the time that I'm kind of down from being able to work out a ton. That, that having something to focus your your day on is also very helpful, whether that's like a, a job, an animal, or, you know, even kids, you know, just having some direction throughout your day. Totally. So when you would work out, would you do um, a workout every day or um, what type of workouts would you do? So I would, so I did weight training and then a little bit of cardio and some Pilates. So I was basically on a workout split this past summer. I was just mainly lifting. And then I'd have like light days of just like activity, like walking about or even doing chores at the house. So, but I'd only work out four days a week. So I honestly, a lot of fitness people on Instagram will tell you that they go five to six days a week. But honestly, like you guys, like it's just healthier for you, for your joints and your bones to not be honestly that hard on yourself all the time. Yeah. If you're lifting every day, that would be a lot. So it's good to have rest days are very important, but four days was really good for me. It wasn't too little. It wasn't too much. So that's kind of that. That's kind of what my workouts looked like. Okay, great. And then last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Just being a very like welcoming and positive person. I would say that's the biggest thing. There's a lot of rough things in the world. There's, there's too much of it. So I definitely don't want to be a drag on anybody's day. So I want to be remembered for just being a very very positive giving person yeah I love that well you are that to me (laughs) I see you you. as giving and positive you never drag my day down so I'm doing great (laughs)
(laughs) (laughs) And that's all of the questions that we prepared. Liv, is there anything else you want to say about yourself or do you think we covered yourself pretty well? I think pretty well covered, honestly. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I loved interviewing you. (laughs) It was fun. Well, thank you for interviewing me. No, this was really fun. I'm excited. I'm excited to do yours next week. Yeah, well, thank you everybody for listening. Hopefully you got to know live a little bit better hopefully you had fun if you guys ever have any questions about me feel free to ask because i'm pretty much an open book but thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and we'll talk to you guys next week